Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Deep. Deep, deep, deep with Pressman. This is uh, my like half hour show. I'm trying to do it quite often. Not every day, but I'm trying to get three to three to four episodes a week out of this show, along with the Pressman Hour, which will be in the box tomorrow. Thank you, Ed, for all your hard work. Radio Misfits Podcast Network for being my producers. Love you guys. Hope that you guys are staying safe in Chicago. Uh, today's going to be a different show. We had a lot of comedians on, that kind of stuff. Today, we're going to bring on someone in the front lines, one of my dearest friends, who is a nurse. I wanted to bring her on. So let's hear for Eileen. I don't know if I say, I won't say her last name because I don't want to get her fired. But uh, <laughs> Eileen, you're there. <laughs> I'm not doing anything risky on this show. No, this is not a risque show. This Hi, is everybody. A, this is a show where I go one-on-one with somebody for about a half hour. Sometimes it goes longer, but we talk about, you know, different subjects. Uh, I've had a lot of comics on for the first week, but I'll, you know, be expanding it to like investigators, PIs. Uh, nurses, doctors, uh, uh, different types of people. I want to get some aliens on, maybe not illegal ones, but aliens from other, co- <laughs> you know, from out of space. So we'll just see. Um, but so, all right, let's get let's cut to the chase. COVID nineteen. Uh, we're in quarantine. We no one took it seriously in the beginning. They thought it was just some virus from another country. Nothing, no big like the flu. No big deal. Cough. Some people die. Not that many. Now, what the fuck is happening? We've been asking ourselves the same question, and it's not and it's not going to be pretty. All right, let's describe. Um, let, wait, I want to say. Let, let's describe. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so, all right, so, three, all right, so this started this quarantine. So, all right, you were saying you were asking yourself the same thing. So all of a sudden, one day you're in the hospital. I know you work in a different department. You're not in emergency medicine, I know, but you probably... I'm in the pediatric side of pedi- of emergency okay. medicine. Okay. Okay. But you see everything that's going on basically. So, one day yeah. the hospital is like sort of normal, right? Like basic stuff coming in, whatever. Like give me a typical day of what what comes into the hospital. What I normally see, okay, we see a lot of kids, you know, especially, no thanks to this beautiful pollution we have, we see a lot of kids coming in because of respiratory problems. You know, kids like to run around, you get your share of broken bones, you have your share of cuts and bruises. Um, you Sometimes you might have some kid who's a diabetic, who's had a little too much fun at Halloween or 4th of July, um, you know, go over overboard with the, you know, with the blood sugar. Right. So normal now, stuff like normal, like yeah, some di- a little yeah, diabetes run, here run with things. kids, a little bit of chicken pox, maybe, maybe some, uh, maybe, uh, some weird infection from yeah. getting oh, the allergic cuts. reactions, you know, you yeah, have all those kids like emergency allergies, boo-boos, you know, you know, bad boo-boos, stitches, broken bones, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So that was all right. And maybe occasionally a flu where somebody couldn't breathe. Or they have bad breathing issues, asthma, perhaps, right? A lot Everybody. of bad asthma. Okay. And unfortunately, there's also a lot of psych. Uh, we get, you know, a lot of kids coming in because they say, I want to kill myself or they want to kill somebody else. Okay. So, of course, so we, that's you get, no joke. You get a variety of stuff. So, mm-hmm. so three, three weeks ago, the hospital is like, you know, like give me an example of how many patients would be in the hospital like at a given time 
like in your section, maybe for you instance. mean a typical you mean typical day in pediatrics? Yes, uh huh. Just like that, you know, kids come in. How many? Um, give me numbers. Like, just give me a. a you don't have to give me exact. I can't numbers. keep rough. track. Like I mean, rough, like I 20, 30, tra- 40, like in your oh, oh in your department. Just give me your department. Sometimes it comes. Sometimes it just comes in waves. Sometimes we may see a whole bunch of three or four kids coming in at a time, and you know we have to triage, meaning like we prioritize, figure out like all right what needs the media attention first. Um, then there are others where it's like, okay, this is something you're like, all right, it's serious enough, but it can wait. Okay. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's, a, it's kind of like a juggling act. You figure out, you know, you see everybody and then you decide like, all right, who do you deal with first? Gotcha. Okay. So now what's going on three weeks later, what is because, going on? Give me an example of how it's changed now. Yes. I find it's changed in that I find kids are coming in because of if they come in, it's because of very, very serious issues. Truthfully, it hasn't, you know, we do get our share of the kids with the usual everyday prop, those usual, you know, run of the mill problems. But we have also had some kids come in with some very suspect, suspend um, symptoms. You know, I see a kid coughing or it looks like a kid could barely talk. You know, at first we think, oh my God, asthma. But now they're saying to me, uh, um, I have a relative who's just tested for positive for COVID. Oh, I have somebody who's been around someone who's post. So we deal with it straight away. We, um, we put them straight into an isolation room because we don't want to take any risks with cross contamination. In terms of, in terms of n- numbers, how many more people are coming in? Is there more people coming to the hospital? It's hard to say, but I know that, uh, but I know that on the adult side, yeah, it's a lot busier. Um, so how much more percentage wise? I don't work you? on the, Oh, but you, um, your colleagues. Well, I would say that with what I see, the patients that I see that come in, we get a lot of rule out COVIDs where people seem very, very suspect. We put them in, they put them in an isolation room straight away, you know, and, you know, they, and they tend to, and they tend to them. Unfortunately, there is no cure for this there. And all, unfortunately, a lot of people are coming in that should not have to come into a hospital. And because of that, that's clogging the system. So basically, people are coming in you know, that could lo- probably just stay home and drink a lot of liquids and try to sleep and take Tylenol and just like, absolutely and and muddle through it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now you yeah. should so they should only go to the hospital if the breathing is hard. Like when when does someone go to the hospital for this? They are saying that to go to a hospital, you know, the the best candidates to go to the hospital are the ones that are presenting with really really bad with bad breathing problems where it seems that they have a really difficult time speaking or walking and they have really difficult time breathing. Um, if they've had a non, you know, nonstop fever or they, you know, they feel like maybe severe chest pain. Sometimes for other people, it could mean sometimes, sometimes so people don't even have any of those symptoms and all of a sudden it just comes up and hits them like wildfire. You know, it, it may take that maybe one day someone has the resistance down you're around someone who might have been positive. They didn't know about it. The person who was positive certainly didn't know about it. And then a day or two later, boom, all of a sudden they get hit with some fever. They're miserable. They've got some nasty headache or they got a bad stomach ache. Did anyone have diarrhea from it? Is, any di- is anyone getting diarrhea from it? <laughs> they said it's not. Sometimes. Some are. Right. Some are. Because the whole nervous system just goes nuts. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, it's just that. You don't but know how the virus of, will hit you, basically. 
But the most, the most, the biggest much, yeah, problem because, you know, people, it, it, affects, it shows people in different ways. But the, the people are mostly dying because of the, the, the lung issues, the pneumonia. Is that what you'd say? That's why people are dying. It's because they're the breathing. It's not really anything else but the breathing. Pretty, yeah, pretty much that. And unfortunately, the people that seem to have the raw steel are those who've had pre-existing conditions, people who've had asthma, uh, people who didn't really seem like they were in great shape to begin with. But, you know, but you're also hearing stories about people who were pretty much healthy and all of a sudden it just hit them bad. Right, you don't because it's like what happens is your your what I've what I've come to understand is that your immune system just goes into this it fights and that's why you get inflammation in your lungs, thus creating this like uh, tear in the lungs from the immune response. Is that correct? That's what I've heard from some doctors. It it seems like you have all this stuff that builds up in your lungs, and it's it hard. It's like gets hard to a point where it, like it feels like some. I read some article once. And someone described it like this. It kind of feels like you're drowning. Right, like pneumonia. That's what pneumonia feels like. I never had it, thank God, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, and some people have talked about, like, crushing chest pain. It's a whole bunch of things. And the thing that is so scary about this is that this is something that's so new to us. I mean, we're learning new stuff every day. And as far as, like, how to protect ourselves. So and, tell me what you wear you know, in it, the hospital. What, right what do I wear? Yeah. You, okay. I know you used to wear scrubs uh, I, and sometimes a mask, but now what do you wear? And I still do. I still wear my scrubs. Uh, when I walk in, I wear an N95 mask, okay. and then I will wear a surgical mask over it to just try to preserve the mask. I get issued. I was also issued this thing. I call it the splash screen. Yes. It looks like I, ca I call it almost like I almost call it like the Indian headdress, where right. you've got this foam band going across your head, uh, going across your head. And then you've got this clear plastic thing that's going to covers from your top of your hairline down below your chin. And that's something that you use if you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be in something where it's aerosolized, where if you're giving somebody a nebulizer treatment, because, you know, a lot of stuff, there are a lot of particles, uh, aeros you know, a lot of uh, liquid particles go out in the air. So you want to protect yourself. You know, I... One of the doctors was kind enough. She gave me a pair of goggles. I use that too. I wear one of these little yellow disposable gowns over over my scrubs. Um, when I'm in and out of people's rooms, I wash my hands like crazy. I can't wait for a manicure. I can't wait for the salons to open up again. Um, I'm always changing gloves. I'm in and out of people's rooms. How often do you change gloves? I, I wipe Every everything down. Every patient? Yeah, yeah, in between patients. Um, yeah, when I go into a room, I, you know, I put on hand, some hand sanitizer or I wash my hands. I put on a pair of gloves, do whatever, you know, examine the patient, give a med, do whatever I have to do. Then when I leave the room, you know, I throw out the glove, I wash my hands again. So another you... 20 minutes, 20 seconds, excuse me, or hand sanitizer. Now, but you... hand washing is the best way to go. Hand washing, right, 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah. So do you feel like there's a tension? 20 seconds. In the, is, there more, is there a lot more tension in the hospitals in general? Like, obviously the hospitals are scary enough and a lot of tension, but do you feel like a certain energy now? Uh, like, like a, a certain energy? energy? Yeah. Um... Truthfully, I find, you know, I find people seem very serious. Um, are there people, new protocols you know, do joke in place? Around. Are there you know, new we, have, we have a good rapport. Are there new protocols in place? What? Are there new protocols? Are there new? Yeah. 
what are the new protocols? There are always protocols and they're, cha and they're changing. Okay. Well, I mean, in terms no, of what you have to wear. Your hands. I, mean, I mean, I told you about wearing the mask. So is that a protocol to wear the mask now for doctors and nurses? Or is that a, a protocol just for your hospital, for every hospital, every private practice and whatnot? I don't know. I can't speak for the other places. I mean, I talk to other friends and, you know, other family members that work in other places. They seem to like, it seems like the rules are always changing. Gotcha. So the splash masks are definitely yeah. good. Yeah. I, yeah. And we, uh, we wipe them down, you know, with, uh, with bleach. And then after that, let it dry and then wipe it down with alcohol because it could leave a lot of uh, film right. from the, you know, when we wiped with the Clorox. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Now the so, M95 masks, those are very good to have. Everyone should probably, they're, they're running out. Is that correct? Or that's not true. That's correct. And we can only pray to get so many. Um, you know, we have been, you know, we, it's just like they have, you know, things have to be rationed out. So in so, terms of masks, you know, we have the, to be very careful. So the, so you, you guys don't have like tons and tons of masks and stuff. You just have your one mask. That you have to we have wearing. to be, we have to be careful. Okay. And, you know, try to, you know, safeguard it for as long as we can. Can I ask you a question? So, so the public with the masks, like, like I bought surgical masks at the dollar store, <laughs> you know, and, mm -hmm. and gloves. Are those, are they a waste for me to wear or should I not be wearing them? What do you think? I would say truthfully, it's not really going to protect you. If anything, it would protect everyone else from you if you start coughing. So in a way, people it, wear a mask is actually better if everyone wears a mask because you don't know who's carrying something. So if someone has sponge coming out of their, spooge coming out of themselves, th if they're wearing a mask, at least I'm protected from them. And if I have something, they're being protected from me. So basically, if everyone wears one, then it protects everybody. Yes? Pretty much, yeah. And of course, the good old wash your hands. Well, I've been wearing gloves. You know, I don't um, that's a good idea. Okay. But here's the thing about, this is my take on the gloves. Now, I don't know if you're using, if you're getting rid of the gloves every time you use them. Yeah, I throw them out. Or if you're the wearing the same kind of gloves. No, I wear these rubber. You, you know, do. Yeah, the surgical, the, yeah. I don't wear, no, they're not wear, okay. no, I'm not wearing like Here, This is my take mittens. about. I'm not wearing mittens. <laughs> putting them in my pocket. No, I see people doing that too. Well, here's my take on, on all that. Okay, with me at work, the reason why I'm changing my gloves in between patients is because those gloves are only supposed to be a one-time use. It's like a condom. I'm not supposed to like bounce from one person. For the fingers, basically. Um, yeah, a condom for the hands. Right, exactly. Basically. Condom hands. Okay, that, that just that sums it up. Mm -hmm. Now, these people I see out and about wearing their gloves or whatever, that's fine. Okay, however, but if you're touching one thing to another to another you are cross-contaminating whatever you touch onto all those gloves. So it, my only advice is once you go home uh, with those uh, and you take those gloves home, depending on what material those gloves are. I don't put them in the are, house. I don't breathe them in the house. I take them off outside the garbage. Now, are they disposable? Yeah, they're the rubber gloves. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then, then they can be tossed. That's fine. Oh, yeah. No, but I'm not wearing gloves. I, I don't mean gloves like OJ gloves. I mean, I'm wearing like the gloves you wear. But only I'm wearing them, you know, to go to the store and stuff. And then I take them and when, on the way home. I take them off and then I wash my hands. All right. As long as you just toss them and you wash your hands really good, that's fine. Um, I have another tip. And, you know, actually, my yeah, youngest give us brother some tips. gave me this, gonna... this. is a great idea. 
give some tips on how okay. to stay safe. Yeah. Eileen here we go. is going to give us uh, tips. Here, here we go. Um, here is one thing. You, you know how we always get these little pads of papers, you know, uh, like these little notepads that promote a business that has the name on top that goes across the pad. Yeah. What I would do is take a few, take tear off a few sheets of paper from that. Mm-hmm. And when I open doorknobs and I go to all these other places, if, if in the event that I don't have a glove with me, mm-hmm. I take that, line my hand with that, use that to open the knob, and then throw either throw away the paper or I remember which side of the paper I use. And then when I use the, another knob, I use the other side of paper. And, of course, wash the hands. Okay, so that's a good... Now you said you were telling me something about you goggle with salt water. Now, I've been sick a lot this season like just in general i had i had viruses i don't even Mm -hmm. know i might have had corona and not even known it i mean i've had all kinds of stuff this literally for five months i and and it ended with strep throat when i got back from la yay okay so um, i I finished my antibiotics like a week ago i'm okay maybe a week and a half ago good i don't think i'm 100 percent, but like i'm like 80 i'm 90 percent. like i'm still tired from it like it's still not you know the best tired's not a good sign well, I'm I'm not I'm just depressed, but you know it's like I'm I'm I feel physically okay. Like I could run if I had to, mm-hmm. but um. So my throat goes in and out, <clears throat> like it gets phlegmy and stuff, and that could be allergies too. But so you were telling me what do you what do you some some, and you said you kept yourself well, and you're around sick kids all the time, and tell me how you, what you've been doing. This is what I've been doing, and it's helped tremendously. I do one of two things. There is this mouthwash that you can buy. It's over counter. You can get it at CVS or Rite Aid or whatever. It's called Sepacol. Okay. And it's also it. They also make lozenges that I've seen in the hospital as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It works really well. It's very strong, very very strong medicine-y taste. But I take that gargle for about fifteen or twenty seconds. If you don't have that. Then another good thing that has helped tremendously for me personally has been pink Himalayan salt. Oh, that's but the best stuff in any the world. Any other salt? Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful mm-hmm. stuff. I use it for seasoning all my foods, all my fish, all my meats, all my chicken. Great stuff. Do you put it in and hot water it has or also cold helped water? me with my throat. Or does it doesn't matter. No, I always put it at least warm or hot. Um, I somebody I think it was you. Somebody sent me uh, a a tape. Or a podcast of some woman who lives in the islands who said that anything hot or warm, the virus does not like. You know, it does not thrive in hot environments. So what I do is I take a teaspoon of this, uh, of this pink salt, right. mix it in, you know, pretty hot water, as if it's like almost as if you're going to drink tea. Right. Not too hot. And slush it around, gar- gargle, uh. set your iPhone timer for about 20 seconds, done. Just one gargle? You just do one gargle? I do it for about 20 seconds. And I do it about three or four times a day. Because I, 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 I have to start doing that because I have a very bad tendency to get sore throats. So I'm going to start doing mm-hmm. that every day, too. Yeah. So guys, yeah, gargle, um, they, they, well, they, gar, well, they said the virus, that's a good way to get rid of the virus. The, you, the idea is you, they don't want, you don't want the virus to get down into your chest. Mm-mm. Well, you don't want anything to get down into your chest, by the way. Uh, other, there's other viruses. There's not just the adenovirus that that almost, you know, that was the one that was in September that people had for weeks. Then the, there's the, the flu. I mean, you don't want anything to go into your chest. I tend, no. I, I tend, I have a tendency to get tonsillitis, bacterial tonsillitis, a lot. So, um, 
that's what I've been getting most often. So um, I, that's actually perfect for that. So I'm going to start gargling with salt water. Thank you for letting us. Okay. Anything else? Do you have any other advice? For any us? other? Um, okay. I've read from quite a few friends, you know, quite a few nurse friends, uh, vitamin C, vitamin zinc. If you can get them individually as vitamins, great. But the best I can find, I've been able to find on my own is a multivitamin. Yeah, of course. Something. Um, what kind of C do you person, take? Do you take emergency or airborne or do you just take regular pills? Um, I've taken the gummy multivitamin. I've, I haven't taken emergency, but other people those. do. Yeah. I mean, oh my God, they're so yummy. I'm trying to be good about that. I um, mean, gummy I vitamins are juice. very dangerous. Whoever invented those are insane because people could overdose on vitamins, FYI. But. Yeah, because they think it's candy and you, you don't not want the C word, especially on a pe- on not, not on a peds floor. Um, I, drink, I drink a lot of orange juice. Um, I've read that the virus does not do well in acidic environments. So that means, again, again, the, those, har- the is, orange juice. Is that juice. true, though? Is that true? Well, or that, do you think that's... Because, I mean, Florida, people are getting Louisiana, people are getting it. It's warm as hell there. So how does that not... You know what I'm saying? So you think, like, being on the beach in the sun will kill the virus? You think being on a beach would probably be less like it... Like, I bet you it doesn't thrive on the beach. I don't know. But you I don't think it helped that I'll all those idiot spring breakers are down there. They didn't get they didn't get the virus supposedly. Yeah, but they were supposed to maintain social distance, right. and that wasn't good. I'm saying, but basically, like, no, of course. But I'm saying, when I go to the beach, I I feel like it's there should be like positive ions because of the water, because salt water has positive ions, so it might be good. You know, it might help a little bit, a little bit, not. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, look, the virus is going to go into your system. It's going to go into your system. It doesn't matter if it's hot or cold. Let's just be honest. Well, the other, um, the other things as far as like other, other little tips, um, here's another very big thing. Uh, one of the girls I've known when she trained as a resident, for especially a lot of people, if you're worried about tracking things inside your home, take your shoes off outside your home. Spray it down with Lysol or disinfectant or something like that. Make sure it stays wet. And let it dry before you dry it off. Otherwise, you know, the Lysol doesn't do any good. Um, the other thing I've been doing, uh, especially when I come home from work, because I don't want to take all these little germies into my apartment, I take an extra plastic bag with me, strip down outside of my apartment, oh, throw wow. everything in a little plastic bag, spray Lysol in it. And if I'm not about to do laundry right away, I'll at least wait until it is t- At least I have that as a disinfectant. Or at least I'll try. Or at least I'll try, try to do laundry straight away. I also have this. Uh, I've also have now one or two designated coats because you know March April weather is kind of in betweeny kind of weather. Right. I call it the co- I call it the Corona coats, and that is just for work. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you have very specific work yeah. clothes now. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to track all this, uh, all these little bugs into my apart into my place. So, are there a lot of nurses? in your hospital and doctors that are getting the virus or are they okay? Or do you hear stories about people getting them? Um, I've no, I've only known one person personally, but truthfully I haven't heard of anybody else, but on the outside, um, unfortunately rest in peace. We lost a really wonderful assistant nurse manager from the, uh, from the Roosevelt camp from the other, from the uptown oh, campus. No. Oh. Yeah, and he was a relatively young guy, so you know, it, you know, it doesn't discriminate. 
No, I know. I, um, I read about you know, 10 we, people that passed away in the last two weeks that I are friends. Of people yeah. And, people, yeah. you know, there's some, you know, my, you know, there are other people that in medical field that know somebody who either is positive or is really, really sick. So among people in my little crew, um, the one person I do know who did get sick, I mean, she's recovering. She's doing really well. Thank God. We so all what is the recovery time? What is like... You get the virus, you start to get fever, chills, all that stuff, whatever your symptoms. And how long does it last from the beginning to the end, usually, until you start to feel like a human being again? To be honest, I don't know because everyone responds differently. Differently, I do know that about from the time that you have exposure to somebody, it takes about four, two to 14 days to show symptoms. And, is it and the symptoms can show in all different ways. Right. Some people are very tired. They're achy. Some people have headaches, mm-hmm. I've read. Some people say there's like they get yeah. like, one person said that he was in such pain, like the, his body was in pain, like he, he couldn't believe it. Yeah. That's inflammation. And, you know, the thing that's is your like, body it's... fighting inflammation. That's why that hurts like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how it responds. I mean, unfortunately, um, you know, like it that because sometimes the thing that's scary about being in the healthcare field is that sometimes there's something to be said. I mean, there's definitely, there's some truth that's saying ignorance is bliss because when you know too much, it becomes such a mind, it becomes such a mind fuck too, because then you wake up every morning thinking like, Oh my God, I have a headache. Is this going to be, is this, is this it for me? Oh my God, I have a cough or one day I have a stomach ache. I mean, one day, a couple of days ago, I got a phone call from the nurse practitioner of the employee health office. And he goes, Oh, we're just calling to check up on you. Um, you know, you have been around, you know, you just, you know, you've been exposed. I mean, you have been around some people up until I got that phone call. I was thinking, Oh, everything is, everything is all fine and dandy. But then once I get the phone call, I'm thinking, Oh my God, is it this? Oh my God, is it that? Right. And there's so, other things going around too. We're still, I think flu season is still, uh, we're almost done with flu season, but we're still in it. Um, there's colds uh-huh. going around, there's allergies, um, very, very severe allergies, I think the last couple of days. So people don't know what, you know, what's going on, you know, it could be anything. Exactly. Exactly. And it's very, it's very frightening. And especially, you know, this is also no, also, unfortunately, March, April weather is, you know, in New York is notorious for being today. time where it's like one day it's freezing, another day it's 70, another day it's raining, another day, Hey, it could snow. So our bodies don't, you know, we don't like to bounce around like that either. No. So everyone's immune systems are off as well. So I know today was cold out. I tried walking outside a little bit and, you know, it's hard, you know, we, cause I, you know, I, yeah, it's hard. So, um, mm-hmm. how, so how many, uh, are, so a lot of people are recovering. It's not, you know, as well. Um, it's, it's not a, you know, pretty disease, but people are recovering. A lot of people, most people are recovering. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people bounce back. It's not fun, but do it. Yeah, like any other flu or any other any other virus, people bounce back. You know, people survived mm-hmm. HIV. You know, some people didn't, but a lot of some people are now. Um, yeah, and there are people who live for years with all and kinds. And they may be hit with something else, and that will do them. Um. So basically, what we so, so before we end, we have a few more minutes. Give us some advice on your end, like make people feel better somehow. <laughs> don't know okay make us feel better um, Eileen okay one make you feel better. okay heal yourselves here it goes all right the key is it's all about transmission 
that is why we, you know, as they've always say, stay the F home. Don't be out and about. Don't be congregating in groups. If you do have to go out, let it be for something you absolutely, absolutely must need, like the drugstore, like, or you have to get something from the grocery store. If you can't get it delivered, at least time yourself and make it quick. When you're, you are in the store, best, so most places, what I find are very nice where they have those little handy wipes. Mm-hmm. You take that, wipe down your carts because, you know, hey, the germs love to bounce around, love to stay on surfaces. And some of them, some of them are known to stay on for a few days. Um, best thing is keep a very nice social distance. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if you're around annoying people, that's not a hard thing to do. I find that maybe I think I've been socially distant for a good chunk of my life. Do you, um, do you think more people are getting it? Like, do you think it's more like people getting it from people to people than like they're touching something? I don't know. Maybe that's just being. I. It's hard to say. I, okay. I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. I'm okay. honest. Um, but they are saying that, you know, try, you know, wash your hands. That's a big thing. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who are very ignorant about a lot of things. I see, I went on a crosstown bus yesterday and because, you know, it was pouring rain out and I had to get a few things. And I see a bunch of people sitting all right, bunching near each other, in each other's face, yelling at each other. You, can you imagine all those droplets of particles that are coming out of their yaps? They're oh not God. wearing gloves. They're not wearing masks. And I heard some coughing and sneezing. I stayed uh, at the other side of the bus, far oh enough away. God. And all I keep thinking to myself is there's a, a Petri dish of New York sitting right there. And, wow. and, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'll see you guys in the ER in a few days. Oh, yeah, there are a lot of people who still think it's not that it's going to be somebody else's problem. It's not; it won't happen to them. Um, you know what? Hey, it's almost like they should have a private tuned. bus for like you guys. Like you should be on your own bus, like the doctors and front first responders and nurses and whoever like help the helpers. Like I don't think like citizens should not be near you because it's not fair. That's all. it. Would it would be nice? Uh, wishful thinking. Uh, if MTA could p- pull off such a thing, that would be lovely. Are but Uber still working? Or if Uber are there, or it, the cab. Are you guys still Ubering? Or is that, I haven't used an Uber. You know, I haven't been, I'm afraid to go into Uber, but is Uber still, is, is Ubers still, people can get Ubers now still, right? I still see some people in cabs. I, I have the grand luxury of walking to work, so that's all fine and good. But, you know, a lot of people have, you know, you know, they still, you know, a lot of people are still taking the subway. Right. Or they do Uber, but they don't have the ride share. Right. So just stay in the back. Hopefully your cab driver isn't sick. Uh, Hopefully. You know, one, you know, one would think. Look, but we gotta, then the I other mean, thing you have to think have about. To to, right. People have to get to work, especially the doc. I mean, you know, there's, there's going to be a risk for everybody if you're going to mm-hmm. go anywhere. Like, do you think if, if I wanted to stay at my friend's house, that let's say, was that safe or not? If you want to stay at your friend's house, but it, I mean, I guess it depends on how well that, you know, he or she wipes things down. You know, how good is this person about washing hands? How good is this person uh, about not tracking things in from the outside? You know, it's a whole bunch of things. And also, you also wonder, like, who else has been hanging out in that house who came before you? Right. Mm-hmm. What is this person had some big, nasty cough? You know, these things linger for a while. Hmm. You know, right now we are just, you know, everything, you know, it's just that everything is so delicate and 
we don't know everything that there is to know about it. And right. we don't want to take any chances. That's why everyone is so, so cautious. So how long? We've never dealt with anything so crazy. So how long do you think this is going to be like the, like the isolation and the thing shut down? How long, in your opinion, just, I know you, what, what, what would you say or what, what have you heard from the hospitals? How long this shit's going to last, basically? How long is this shit going to last? Hard to say, honestly, because you know what? All I can say is that things are going to get worse, way worse before it gets better. Okay. And the one, the thing I did hear is that the surge, the re- and when it really, really starts to hit, is going to happen April 9th. I heard it was May. I that's heard it when it moved over to May, but that's... Someone told me well, May. Things are really, you know, things are... They don't are know. They like really don't know. Uh, they don't know. Steamrolling. They don't know. They don't okay. know. And the thing is, like, because we don't know, the thing is, like, you can't predict. However, you look at stats, you see where we are, and you see where Italy was in the certain amount, same amount of time frame. Mm-hmm. We're on our way, and then some. Now, where's Italy now? Are they down? Or have they balanced the curve? That part I don't... That part I don't know, but it's just that we are further ahead now than where Italy was in the same amount of time. All right. I think they had more deaths. And the thing is that what's scary, what's scary is that we want, you know, if everyone could pull together and pull through the efforts and do what they're supposed to do, we can flatten the curve. We're trying. I know we're trying. Everyone's trying. I know we are trying. It's not perfect, but, but unfortunately, there are those. But there are those. But there are those people who think that the rules do not apply, and unfortunately, it's going to be those people. And it's only going to take a few handfuls of people like that, the ones who insist on going out to the Hamptons or wherever they are, and they feel that they are privileged and entitled, or they feel like it doesn't matter. Like if you go to the Hamptons, unfortunately, isolate in the Hamptons. Right. If you go to the fucking Hamptons, isolate the Hamptons. Don't start having parties thinking that you're free from it. Just fucking stay put in your house and, and order food and, and just isolate somewhere else. Like you couldn't go somewhere mm-hmm. else. Just isolate there. Don't think you can now, oh, I'm going to have a, a house party because I'm in the Hamptons. No. No, because again, it's cross-contaminating right. all over again. Right. You could still, so... you could go to your little houses in the wherever, but just fucking stay home that's all i gotta say stay the fuck home <laughs> spoken like a true new yorker stay the fuck home motherfucker and uh I, well eileen this has been really helpful thank you i i think about you every day you're on the front lines mm-hmm. in a new york city fucking hospital yep i'm rambo you're rambo and this is like your hero you're a great american hero and Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. Guys, gargle with some Himalayan salt water or sepical every day. Drink warm liquids. You know, keep your, you know, breathe. Like, try to get some exercise. Get your lungs at the best capacity it could be. Don't eat like a fat pig. You know, it's not good. Make sure you're, like, try to be as healthy as you can. Oh, and another important thing, sleep. No more this stay up till three or four in the morning, FaceTiming or texting or going on apps or any of that silly stuff. Because you know what? When your resistance is down and you don't have enough sleep, well, if you sleep that late, is going to make you, you sleep late. I mean, you can, well, that's, you get the but I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the ones who 
you know, they know they have to be up at a certain time, but they don't think that they can oh. scoot by on four or five hours no. sleep. That's not, that's not smart. Guys, get your eight hours of sleep at least. If you get tired, don't overdo it. Don't, you know, exercise, but don't overexercise like I do. I tend to do that. <clears throat> don't under-exercise. Get, get fresh air, but stay away from people. You know, like take a walk. If you, if you live in a, you know, you could take a walk, but just don't be on top of each other. Wear a mask in case you have it so you protect other people. If everyone wears masks, then no one will get it. Don't fucking... Oh, and another, another rule of thumb, if you happen to live in a place where there are elevators, you know, if you happen to, and especially around, if you're around people who are handicapped or elevate or um, elderly, mm-hmm. you know what? We're all able-bodied. It wouldn't kill us to go go up a few flights of shit stairs. Right. Let them well, have the elevator. Let them have, or wait, or wait for the next elevator. Walk up the stairs a few flights, and then take the elevator up and let, let them have their elevator. Yes, try to mm-hmm. let, let the pe- older people have their own elevator. Don't be a chaza or a pig, as they say in Yiddish. Chaza. <laughs> Just be, let them take the chaza. elevator. Yeah, like, let the people. You know, be a little. You know, mindful of six feet. You know, and let the people have their own elevators for yourself and for them. And Eileen, thank you so much. I know it's your day off. You don't have a lot of them. And uh, go go rest. Enjoy your dinner. I love you. Thank you so much for all what you do. And we'll have you back thank on you. when this is over again. Yeah. And we'll and talk about God happy willing, things. We're all gonna, yeah, we're all we'll talk about fun things like dating the, and dancing yeah, and, gonna, you know, and dinners and all that stuff. stuff. We'll be, and we're going to get out of this, uh, God willing, we are going to get out of this on the other side, better, stronger. Hey, we survived a hurricane. We survived 9-11. Yes. We, survived, we will survive this too. We are stressed. Okay? Guys, take care of yourselves. Yep. Thank you for listening. And um, Take care of each other. Take care of each other. And that uh, we're out. Thank you so much. And that Later. is Deep with Eileen. And thank you very much, everybody, for listening to Deep. Um, I'm Stacey Pressman. I'll be back tomorrow. Love ya.